On my last episode, I interviewed April uh, on my team about applying to a creative agency, um, some tips about applying and what you need. I also want to talk about hiring on the fly, which is pretty much what we're doing right now, um, what I've been doing. And it's the topic of how ready can you really be for growth? Everyone knows that entrepreneurship is full of ups and downs, constant changes and adaptation, pursuing opportunities, many of which you can't take on alone. In the past few weeks, I've had the privilege of bringing on a WordPress developer, a Squarespace developer, um, a full-time video editor, and we got to convert two of our graphic design interns into contractors, all while interviewing candidates for a full-time sales role and a full-time social media manager position, as well as some upcoming fall internships here at Now Creative Group in Toronto. So, although we've had a few job postings on Indeed over the last few um, weeks, um, some have even been there for a couple months, uh, we've had hundreds of different applicants over that period of time. The best source of the top candidates I've found has been referrals. Um, Contacts within my existing network even, or people that have been proactive and showed up And by showing up, I mean we have free events at our space, Um, people that have commented on social media or messaged us on social media, and just interacted in our feeds um, where I can see them. So as unprofessional as it may seem, Facebook groups have also gotten us a couple of amazing candidates. Uh, And there's a few groups that are Toronto-based where I was able to find some people there from some simple posts. And honestly, yeah, it, it does help when it's that person is front and center, right? There's all kinds of articles and resources out there about scaling, about growth, about teams, you know, team building, management, all this type of stuff, culture. But the reality is that when you're in the thick of it and you have the need, or if you're rapidly growing for the first time, you're doing more than you're researching. I'm spending my time doing, not, you know, reading articles, looking things up, looking for best practices, or even following practices that I've, you know, learned about in the past. As the owner of a smaller agency without a recruiter, you know, we've had, we've had a couple people actually volunteer to help us out, which is awesome, but we're a smaller agency, so we don't have an HR department, we don't have an in-house secretary or admin person, so the hiring process has been consuming, like all-consuming at times. There's also the things that you may have to do as a founder when you don't have an IT department, for example, like setting up people's email addresses, onboarding, giving people access to accounts, and all of that prevents speed, slows us down. But after all this, I continue to remind myself that the people, those individual people and team members are our company's biggest asset. They form the culture, They create solutions, they add credibility to our firm. So if those aren't the right people, you know, it's almost not worth doing this whole process and I'm trying to avoid kind of giving in just to get someone in place. So I guess my message in the end is to hire fast, keep, you know, keep momentum, keep the pace, but ensure that they're a fit first as much as possible which is why it's helpful to have someone else about them that you know, um, that can guarantee that they are what you're looking for. This is gonna make growth that much smoother. 
Also, if you are looking to get hired, um, I would check out the previous podcast episode that I posted here called Applying to a Creative Agency. Again, that's where I interview April from the internet. She is our relationship manager at Now Creative Group. Also, um, if you if you're actually looking to get your resume or your LinkedIn reviewed, um, content-wise, strategy-wise, you know, to make yourself more employable, maybe to fix up your personal brand, um, I would check out Camara Toffolo. She's given an awesome free workshop at our studio here in Toronto, and we produce a video series together called Work Differently. So if you search Work Differently in quotes on YouTube, you'll find our episode there for some awesome tips about making your profile stand out, resume tips, interview tips. And as we head into the long weekend, there is something I wanted to share, which is um, someone's crazy schedule, which is pretty much seven days a week, and that's Elon Musk, who runs several major full-time businesses. So this is a piece from Complex Hustle. Uh, It's a pretty good YouTube channel, uh, lifestyle channel for creators, entrepreneurs, young professionals. So here's a part about Elon Musk and his schedule. Frankly, there are few other entrepreneurs who are revolutionizing as many industries at any given time. The world's most admired tech leaders busy preparing to colonize Mars while at the very same time making billions selling electric cars. And on top of that, he's actively working to start building a company that digs tunnels underground to stop traffic. But we wanted to know exactly how one human being is capable of Tony Stark's productivity. So we did a deep dive into Elon Musk's one-of-a-kind work schedule, and here's what we found. Musk usually sleeps about six hours a night, going to bed around 1 a.m. and waking up at 7. He typically skips breakfast to get his day started as quickly as possible, and if he does eat anything at all, he keeps it light and grabs a coffee and an omelet on the go. Musk generally works between 85 and 100 hours a week, so it's no surprise that he keeps his daily distractions to a minimum. Lunch for Musk is another rushed activity. He usually scarfs down a meal in about five minutes during one of his many business meetings. It may sound like Musk is living a totally unsustainable lifestyle, but it's the only way that he can manage two major tech companies in parallel. Musk says he works at SpaceX in LA on Mondays and Fridays, and every other day of the week he's at Tesla in the Bay Area. In order to balance his aggressive time commitments to both of those companies, he'll generally avoid answering emails and phone calls altogether and focus instead on engineering and design. On Sundays, when Musk's finally able to kick back with his five sons, he'll take that opportunity to multitask and catch up on all of his unread messages. For more stories like this, keep it locked right here on YouTube. For Complex Hustle, I'm Brian Hamlin.